Welcome to Junior L's and Now What, episode 13. For this episode, I want to focus on a particular topic that has been coming up in my life a lot lately. For those of you who haven't figured it out, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and one of our core beliefs is in what we refer to as the Godhead, which consists of Heavenly Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. Three distinct and separate individuals. To that end, there have been a great deal of discussions and overheard conversations on my part of people who have expressed the concern that either A, they have never felt the influence of the Holy Ghost, B, they don't recall having felt it, or C, they're concerned they may have, but they're not sure what it feels like. And I realize this is a very personal discussion, and it is very sacred for some of us. Having said that, I also feel that it's very important for those of us who have had these experiences to share them so that hopefully it can lend itself to others understanding what it's like. To that end, I am going to share one of the single most important spiritual events that I have had where the Holy Ghost has touched my heart and my mind in ways that have completely changed the course of my life. So to start with, Let's go back to the mid-1990s, when I was in my sophomore year of high school, and I met my now wife. And I will not say that it was love at first sight, even though I was certainly attracted to her. Uh, I was definitely a, a nerd with an incredible and impressive lack of social skills. And... Uh, this dear woman that I eventually fell madly in love with and thankfully fell in love with me and married me, she, uh, I, I hate to say tolerated me, but she definitely was willing to be friends with me. And the time that we spent together was very enjoyable. We had a few classes together. We lived relatively close. And, uh, and it, was, it was enjoyable. In the course of high school, her and I had gone out on about, I want to say, three dates and uh, all of them went fairly well, but our relationship beyond friendship really never escalated to anything more than friendship. So after high school was over, I left home for three years. The first year was a year of college out of state. And then the second year was on a mission, a full-time two-year mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in uh, Southern Alabama and Northern Florida. The mission itself was called Florida Tallahassee, and I'm sure in other podcasts I'll dig in deeper in some of the experiences that I had there. That is not the intent behind this particular episode. After the two years was over and I came home, the day or two after I came home, one of the purposes that I had given myself was to reacquaint myself for those that I had left behind. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I was gone for three years. And so there was a lot of friends and acquaintances I hadn't seen or heard from for quite a long time. And my now wife was one of those. And so I stopped by her house. And this was one of those, want to call it fate, want to call it uh, uh, spiritual uh, guidance, um, whatever you want to call it. 
But I ended up showing up at her house. And by the way, I hate telephones. So I would rarely call a person and say, hey, by the way, I'm on my way over. And so I just popped over to her house. And she was at the time working two jobs and just happened to be home briefly in between them when I stopped by. That led to a short discussion to say, hey, maybe we should go on a date and get caught up. And she agreed to that. However, she wouldn't be able to get together for a week. All right. So one week has passed from the time I got home and we go on our first date. We go on a little bit of a hike, spend a lot of time talking, getting caught up on kind of what's transpired over the last handful of years. It was a very pleasant experience. Came home from that date, dropped her off and went home. The end of the date was we established a follow up date. Anyways, uh, for those of you who haven't seen the movie Rat Race, for whatever reason, I remember this quite vividly. That was the movie we saw. So week one, coming home from this mission, we went on our first date. Week two, we went on our second date. And at the end of the second date, now it was a movie and a dinner. It was pleasant. It was nice. Was it anything overtly special, though? I would argue it was not, other than the person that I was with. It wasn't anything grandiose. I remember dropping her off at her house. And I lived about three blocks away from her, maybe less. And I'm driving home. And I am halfway home. I, I, to this day, I can still pick out where I was at on the street in my car driving home. The feeling that I experienced was severely contrasting what I had been experiencing. We had had a pleasant time together. The movie we saw was rather humorous. And for those of you who know me, I enjoy laughing quite a lot, actually. And I love good comedy. And so I was kind of on this almost euphoric happiness high. And abruptly, my very being was changed. And I'm not talking like a dramatic overhaul of who or what I was. But the feeling in deep down in my heart and in my soul changed to something that can only be equated to peace. And, and I mentioned peace multiple times throughout this podcast, somewhat to lead to this moment, to help the, the listeners understand that one of the quintessential elements behind receiving guidance, inspiration, suggestions, whatever you want to call it, from a being that is significantly greater and more knowledgeable and wise than us is through peace, a, a feeling and emotion that we really can't experience in this mortality without that external influence. Anyways, I felt this peace, this change in my feeling in my mood. And yes, I have mood swings like every other human being. Uh, this was not a, a mood swing that would constitute something that I would normally experience. This was different. This was unique to other spiritual events that I had, other guidance that I had. And as I felt this peace, something in my mind said, pay attention. That was it. Pay attention. And Yes, I was enjoying the time I was spending with this woman who I would eventually marry. But when I came home from my mission, having been away from home for three years, one of the very first thoughts that I had was, I need to get back into real life again. I need to figure out what school, well, I already knew what school I was going to go to, but I needed to figure out what degree I wanted. I need to settle into a job. I needed to find a place to live. Finding romance was definitely 
not on the docket. Uh, to, to help clarify that, this woman was not the only one I looked up when I came home. There was other people that had been friends of mine that I looked up that I was also spending time with. I would even argue quality time. But this was the first moment where I felt this kind of nudge, uh, as I refer to it, the poke. Anyways, got home, dwelled on this idea, and after the second date, we saw each other a great deal. Uh, daily, perhaps not quite that often, but very often. Uh, went out to dinner, uh, went on many other dates. Uh, she had other siblings that were also seriously dating other people, and so we ended up doing a lot of you know double and triple dates and other various things like that. After a handful of weeks of this, and after that little poke, for lack of a better word, that I received, it became very apparent to me that things were becoming very serious. And I'll admit, I don't know that I would have pursued that seriousness that quickly had it not been for that poke. It finally came to the point in my mind, and I'm very much a, um, let's not dwell on this forever, let's come to a consensus, a decision, and move on. I'm very much the solution-oriented type. But I felt that I really needed to understand if this pay attention was, you know what, this relationship is just ain't going to work out and you better move on and, you know, go with your other plans you had. Or, you know what, this relationship is going to work out. Let's move on with your life and let's make this happen. I decided that I would take it back to the Lord, take it back to my Heavenly Father and say, okay, I've listened. I've paid attention. What should I do next? And so... I pulled my mom aside and I said, mom, I really need to know how serious this thing should be. And so not for the first time in my life, I spent a day fasting. And by that, no food, no drink for an extended period of time. And uh, for me, that's the easiest opportunity I have to get closer to uh, humility, closer to that peace so that I'm more open to inspiration. And... For those of you who don't know, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have uh, certain edifices, buildings called temples. And these temples are our most sacred locations. Uh, you have to you know, achieve a certain worthiness to be able to even enter those temples. And so I pulled my mom aside and said, Mom, I feel that this relationship has gotten to a point now where I honestly need to question whether it is even worth pursuing further or not. I truly felt that I had strong feelings for her, that I found her very attractive, and that I could see a future. But I'm not the wisest of the beings out here, and I was certainly feeling that if I had received one prompting, it was worth going back for another. And so my mom and I went to the temple, were there for a handful of hours, and in the course of the time, and lots and lots of praying, I felt a, a comfort. Not necessarily a, she is the chosen one, or... Uh, she is the soulmate for you. It was more of a, you know what, this is the decision you've reached. I've given you a little help, a little guidance, a little poke. And uh, you've come to this decision on your own, and I, I uh, agree with you. I confirm this. And so I felt confident that, uh, you know, with or without a, you know, a slap in the face that, uh, or, or a shove, that this was the right thing to do. And so with that prompting, with that understanding... During this prayer in this very sacred place, all right, Heavenly Father, thank you for giving me this guidance. The only or next thing I need to do is figure out when I should propose. So at the very end of this prayer, 
I ask the simple question, just help me know when I should. In the back of my mind, I was thinking months down the road. Again, I'd only been home after being gone for all intents and purposes three years for the better part of five weeks, okay? Five weeks. The very next morning was a Saturday. And my, uh, this woman that I was dating, and yes, I'm intentionally leaving names out to try to leave things a bit vague, uh, worked as a hairdresser at a salon. And so I picked her up in the morning to take her to the salon and, and stop somewhere for breakfast along the way to spend some time with her. After breakfast with Oak was over and I took her to the salon, she was getting out of my truck. And I remember feeling that exact same feeling as the time after our second date when I received that momentary shift in feeling, that peace that didn't necessarily make sense in the setting. We'd had a pleasant uh, breakfast. I was happy. She was happy. Uh, it was, you know, it was a romantic, enjoyable moment. We'll call it what you will. But that particular feeling of peace felt separate or distant from what I was feeling at the time. It was a change and a change not brought on by myself. And at that very moment, the only word in my mind that kept repeating itself over and over again was the word today. Well, the only question I'd ask was, when should I propose? So in this situation, I definitely blame God for this because he said today. I've been home for five weeks. We'd been dating for four weeks. We'd only really been seriously dating for maybe three of those weeks. Okay. So I got home after dropping off this woman I would eventually marry. And I said, mom, can you help me pick out a ring? I'm proposing today. And so I won't go into all the gory details behind trying to get everything set up for a proposal, but I took her out to a very fancy dinner. I uh, took her to you know the, the downtown area where we lived and uh, took her to some fantastic places. And at one of them, I had my sister drop off some flowers and that's where I proposed to her. What makes this situation truly an exercise of faith is that I walked into this not knowing if she was going to say yes or no. I walked into this with the understanding that I was supposed to propose to her that day and it might have ended our relationship and it may have led to us getting married, which it obviously did. Her answer to me was, I don't know. And there's a lot more to it and that's for her to tell. But it took two weeks before she eventually gave me an answer. And thankfully, the answer was yes. And three months later, we got married. The whole point of this is that that moment, that series of events, some of the most critical inspirational moments of my life had led, have led me to where I am now. We've been married for over 17 years. And those are not the last of those spiritual experiences that I've had. Some of them have led to our making the decision to have kids to move, to change jobs, to change degrees. And each one of them have put us in a situation in life that it has either improved our lives, the lives of other members of our family, or just other people in general. Uh, I will argue that a spiritual prompting that I received not that long ago led me to starting this podcast. Hopefully, it's making an impact or an influence on other people's lives. Coming back full circle, though, the purpose behind this entire podcast was to share 
one or at least a series of very important and relevant prompting moments where I received inspiration from a heavenly being that led me down a particular path. I do not doubt that it happened. I do hope that I will always live my life in such a way that I will never doubt that it happened. And every time since then that I have received feelings similar to that, I feel more capable of not only recognizing that, but acting on it as well. So there you have it. This is the deep uh, testimonial, if you will, of what led to me proposing to my wife and has led to many other fantastic things in my life. So this leads to the, to the and now what moment of this podcast. And now what? I would say that one of the most important things in all of our lives, regardless of the faith that you belong to, regardless of whether you're agnostic, atheist, Buddhist, any other religion or non-religion, one of the most important things that we can do in this mortality is to understand when we are feeling something that is changing our hearts and will ultimately, if listened to, change the course of our lives for good. And to me, that is what leads us to do more good and to become better and to help everyone else become better, which is the essence of the quote that I've brought up. What if the only way to achieve our maximum potential is to help everyone else achieve theirs? One of the greatest times that I feel those feelings is when I'm serving other people. And so if we live our lives in that regard, then the hatred and scorn, the discontent and animosity should dwindle to almost non-existence. And that feeling of peace should become more prevalent to all the people around us. To end this podcast, as always, be happy, smile, enjoy this life, this mortality, this opportunity to enjoy this grandiose universe, this planet, this earth around us, and all of the people around us. Remember that you're worth it. Absolutely, truly believe that you are worth it. And that Chuck Norris is the only one who's capable of slamming a revolving door.